Okay, guys, I know I said I was going to be posting a lot, and I'm going to be starting off again. I've just been super busy because the last three weeks I've been training at work, and it's just been super busy. If you guys don't know, I just got a job in phlebotomy, which is just like drawing patients' blood because I need the experience for my um, medical school applications, so I need a healthcare job, and that's the job I took, right? And so I've been, like, learning and whatever, and I was so excited about getting this job. Like, I don't know if you guys remember, but I've talked about it in the past. Like, I was super excited just because it took me so long to get this job, and I was bummed out because I never got the the job at the internship that I went to for it. I ended up getting a different job somewhere else at the midnight shift at the hospital, but it was all cool because I got it at a hospital instead of in a clinic, you know? So I like that. But I was kind of iffy about the midnight shift because it was from like 9 p.m. to 6 a.m. And I was like, that's like nighttime. <laughs> but so far, I haven't been sleepy. And so far, I've been like working through it and it's been nice. And I like it. But the first two weeks was not like that at all. First two weeks, I was training in the morning. And there are some crazy people. Let's just say that. Some odd people. Okay, most of the department is girls. Obviously, there are, like, a few, a handful of guys, but mostly they're girls. And, you know, with girls, there's always drama. But I didn't, I didn't expect there to be because in my brain, I was thinking, like, no, these are adults, blah, blah, blah. Adults don't have drama like that. They're going to be professional in the workplace. And, you know, I'm going to make some great friends and they're going to finally be real and whatever. Then I realized people are fake. No matter what the age group is, people are fake. And they will always show you one side of themselves and not the other. And the other is the one you should be afraid of. You know what I mean? And for the first two weeks in the morning shift, which is from 6 a.m. to 2.30... I realized um, there are so many fake girls that will, like, literally, like, on my first day, um, they made me wait, like, an hour, and, like, the, uh, what do you call it, the lobby downstairs until finally someone came and got me, and the girl who got me, like, I didn't care about waiting for an hour, because I'm like, either way, I'm getting paid, you know, just by waiting, but the girl who got me, let's call her Amy, just right off the bat, like, okay, she's an, um, an Arab, right, she's, like, an Arabic person, and she's, uh, Muslim, and basically, she speaks Arabic, right, and the way she was, like, pronouncing my name so whitewashed, like, that, like, I was, like, whatever, like, first of all, I'm not gonna let that bother me, but, like, she, like, pretended to not know how to say my name, which is weird. And then I was, I, like, was asking her questions on the way to, like, the lab. And she was like, oh, you're new? I was like, yeah, it's my first day, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I was talking to her and stuff like that. And I was like, so what's, like, the crew like? What's the um job like and whatever? And she was like, what shift are you working? I was like, midnight. She's like, well, I work mornings. And I'm like, oh, cool, what's that like? She's like, you know, you'll never know, so it doesn't matter. I was like, okay. Then when I go, when we finally got there, like, I did, like, orientation stuff and, like, blah, blah, blah. And it was all chill. Like, I met a few people. They were super, super nice. I kept coming in, obviously. It was for, like, a week straight. And I was meeting the people, and they were all so kind. Like, literally, I would be in a conversation with someone, 
and you know I'd contribute to the conversation people would laugh whatever it was like nice and I was like these people are so nice but this one girl that one girl Amy literally the one I met on the first date I don't know what's her problem like usually I'm the type of person who will never kind of this is how I am like if you don't say that there's a problem in my mind there isn't one you know what I mean I can't read your mind I can't read your thoughts I'm not gonna over um complicate things or overthink about your feelings because obviously you can be having a bad day you can be on a diet and be super hungry you could be like having problems with your boyfriend your girlfriend whatever like there are so many infinite things and obviously it's not towards me because it's like passive aggressive but it's like there are so many passive aggressive people in the department and in other departments too and i was thinking like yo these are adults and they're gonna act friendly and even if they're not friendly they're just gonna be professional whatever so that's how i act no matter if you are throwing shade or not i'm gonna be professional you know but this girl literally the only reason i bring her up isn't for like what do you call it to vent or whatever like that Maybe vent a little bit, but, like, it's mainly for people. Like, I feel like if I'm going through through something like this, like, someone's being passive-aggressive or something like that, maybe you guys are, you know? So, that's why I figured I'd talk about it for a little bit. So, obviously, today's topic is going to be passive-aggressive people and how you know if you're dealing with one and how you know if someone is being passive-aggressive towards you. But... Um, I just didn't understand what this girl's problem was, like, especially because I'm super nice with her. I always watch my tone, because I know how people think, like, you should always be self-aware in a conversation. Like, maybe you're cutting this person off when you're talking, or maybe your tone just isn't right, or maybe you're rolling your eyes or doing something with your face when you don't even notice. And it's like, I'm not doing any of those things. And you might be like, maybe it's all in my head. And maybe I thought it was all in my head for the first few days. Maybe I'm just like, no, it's all in my head, you know. She's fine, whatever. Fast forward to a week, like last week, where I am finally on the midnight shift. I'm training on the midnight shift. It's like a Tuesday or Wednesday. And I'm training with, let's call her Bonnie. Bonnie, super chill, super calm. She's like so cool like she's so sweet and she's like you know showing me around i'm like poking people now um like you know drawing your blood poking people sounds bad and abusive but i'm drawing everyone's blood i'm like doing my job you know she's just like basically watching me because that's her part in all of this right i feel like my voice is kind of shaky for some reason i don't know um it's because i'm laying down <coughs> okay so okay so i'm literally hanging out with bonnie and we're just like chilling because most of the midnight shift is pretty much chill you have like a few drills here a few drills there and then basically once you're done seeing your like 10 patients you're able to chill until like 4 a.m then you have like more patients to do so she's telling me about her wedding and her husband or like her fiance and she's telling me how you know they're engaged and what the wedding is gonna be like and you know stuff like that you know girls um 4 a.m rolls around and i usually leave at like 4 30 but she's like could you please stay with me like i love hanging out with you and i don't really talk to a lot of people here so please hang out with me and stay a little bit longer just like two more hours so i'm like all right you know what she's nice um let me get the extra practice in let me hang out with this girl i was like no problem she's like yes you're the best thank you let's thank you thank you 
um, for saying basically what she was saying. And I was like, no problem. So we go back and we're like sharing the same cart because, you know, obviously she's following me, I'm following her. And we're both poking people. And we go and we need more, um, what is that called? We need more band-aids and like stuff like that, you know? So we go and we restock and the girl Amy's there and she's like, hey Bonnie, because they're like friends and they know each other. She's like, hey Bonnie, um, do you want to share a cart with me? We can hang out and, and you know. And she's like, no, I'm sharing a cart with her. We're actually going to um, go do patients right now. And she's like, who's her? She's like, she's right over there. You're literally looking at her face. What do you mean? And she's like, oh, I guess. I mean, if you want to stay with her, go ahead. And I was like, mm, whatever. She's just upset because the girl's not going with her. Nothing to do with me. So we pack and whatever. She's like, well, do you want to go chill for a little bit? And I don't care if you want to chill. Like, we were obviously going to take a break. She's like, yeah, we're going to take a break anyways. And the girl, Bonnie, invites me along while they go into, like, this weird closet. It's not, like, a closet, but it's, like, a it's like a room where, like, procedures and stuff happen. And um, so they go in it. And obviously, they're both smoking. And I'm not a smoker. <laughs> never will be. Never was. But I don't care if someone else smokes. You know what I mean? Like... I don't judge people like that. If you want to smoke, go ahead. And basically, keep in mind, we're still, like, in the hospital, like, just in the procedure room. And they're, like, smoking, they're vaping, and whatever. And they're, like, talking and whatever. And then that girl, Amy, goes, hey, I heard some gossip that this other girl named Ashley does not like me. Ashley and Bonnie are friends, right? And she's like, what do you mean? She's like, I heard she just doesn't like me, and I don't know why. In my head, I'm thinking maybe because you're kind of a rude person, but obviously I don't say that out loud because it's none of my business. And she's like, no, like, what do you mean? That's just the way she is. Like, that's how she was towards me, but when you guys kind of get to know each other, she warms up, and she's so sweet. And I'm like, why does... I'm thinking in my head, like, why does Amy want someone else's approval? Why, like, why does she want Ashley's approval? Especially because, like... You walk around so big and tall, you know what I mean? Acting like you're better than everyone else and stuff like that. That's how she, like, walks around. But obviously, we don't say that because, then again, none of our business. We don't see the morning people. So, it doesn't matter. And she was like, no, like, I don't know. She's kind of, like, too, like, intense. Like, she doesn't smoke. She doesn't drink. She doesn't do any of these things. Like, she's so conservative and, like goody goody and then the other girl's like no she just doesn't like to joke around the way you guys joke around because you guys are kind of like dirty minded and stuff like that and then uh the girl bonnie was like hey she was like hey to me she was like hey do you want to um do you want to puff like do you want to like smoke or whatever i'm like no thanks i don't smoke and she was like oh my god like if you don't smoke don't start because it's so hard to stop i was like oh yeah i just you know not like never been a smoker and she's like you're so lucky i wish i could whatever then she started talking about her wedding or whatever and then that girl amy looks at me and she rolls her eyes and she's like i don't think i hate anyone in this whole department you know what i mean and she's like wait let me think if i hate anybody and then she stares at me and she's like nope can't think of anyone and that girl, Bonnie, was like, don't roll your eyes at her. I literally saw you. 
And keep in mind, I try to be as civil as possible because then again, I don't care. <laughs> and she was like, no, of course not. And then, um, what do you call it? The girl, Bonnie, is like, hey, she was like to me, give me your Snapchat because I want to send you pictures of this um of my wedding i'm gonna have in a different country i want to send you pictures so we can stay in touch and stuff because i'm leaving in a few months i'm like all right so she like gets my snapchat and whatever and then the other girl amy was like hey bonnie give me your snapchat and your number so we can go and smoke later and then she looks at me amy looks at me she's like i don't need your snapchat because i'm never going to see you in the morning i'm never going to see you anyways because you're in the mornings um so it won't be necessary i'm like all right like i'm like thinking like i don't even want your snapchat you're so like weird like you know what i mean like when someone goes out of your way just to kind of try and hurt your feelings and then you don't care like it just it's weird you know what i mean it's like it's to the point where it's just like i don't want to say like like it's so sad and desperate like you're trying to hurt someone else's feelings but like like, I'm thinking about, because the other day she made someone cry because, um, she's, because this girl has, like, an eye twitch, and she made her cry because, um, her eye twitched, and she was like, why do you keep giving me dirty looks? She's like, I'm not, she's like, yeah, you are, you always give me dirty looks, but she's like, I have an eye twitch, it's medical condition, I literally can't, she's like, what up, and then she made her cry, and it's like, imagine I wasn't as secure with myself like i hang around with every single person like i'm chill with every single person like i can literally make full-on conversations with these people i can laugh and joke with these people and it's like fine you know what i mean but when you're around her or like the people she hangs out with it's like the environment feels colder and very uncomfortable where you just want to walk away and usually People have told me, like, do you know this girl? Like, she's always giving you shade. It's like you guys have known each other for a while and just have some beef. And I was like, no, I've never met her, blah, blah, blah. So it's, like, weird how, like, girls can hate on other girls even though they don't know them. And I always, like, try to be civil because, like, it's not worth it at the end of the day to kind of be mean, you know? So she's never stated to me that she has a problem so in my mind like we don't you know like if she has some unresolved beef with someone or like something's going on with her then she should be dealing with that with herself she shouldn't try to like bring it down on anyone else and i feel like no one should bring down anyone else for any reasons so that's why teddy's podcast is signs that you're dealing with a uh a passive aggressive person um i feel like passive aggression is just a way of expressing negative emotions in an indirect way and it's so like shady and weird and disgusting and it involves kind of things that are verbal or nonverbal, and they're just evasive like techniques that indicate like someone just does not like you or doesn't appreciate what you're doing or doesn't like what you're about without even saying it you know it could include denial or being cruel or being silenced or someone pretending that you're literally not there like i remember being in a conversation and um adding to a conversation and this person amy would like roll her eyes or like 
someone will be laughing at a joke from me and be like, it's not that funny. You know what I mean? And it's weird because negative feelings like that that are indirect um, don't need attention. Um, instead of having open, honest conversations about how they feel wronged or, like, something you did kind of bother them, the individual may use hints or, like, silences, like the silent dream or denial or other subtle tactics to kind of, um, communicate a disconnection that they may have. And like I said, you have to keep in mind that this person may be going through something and it might not be because of you that they have this anger or this passive aggression it could be just something that they are dealing with or they don't like when people kind of show up who are new and they feel like things are changing around them or maybe people just aren't open to be trustworthy so fast you know what i mean so the first sign is they deny anger while enacting it indirectly so a passive aggressive person may deny that they feel angry to avoid kind of direct confrontation and uncomfortable feelings i feel like they're very much cowardly because they don't want to be like yo this is what i'm feeling and this is why i'm feeling this and um this is the solution that i have to it or something like that you know they rather make you feel bad or they rather just be rude towards you instead of actually dealing with what the problem actually is because it could be something so subtle and you fix it like that or it could be like something like i said something bigger that doesn't have anything to do with you so keep that in mind the second one is hints are thrown instead of stating the need or the complaint directly so a passive aggression person is a master of hinting at their feelings without expressing them directly. They may even reference an earlier incident without stating their feelings about it, or they speak about a similar situation and how they feel about that incident instead. So they'll never directly like say like that time you pushed me or that time you were talking to my boyfriend or like that. They'll just be thinking they'll be like stating things like I hate it when girls talk to other guys' boyfriends right in front of them and they act like, you know, and you might not even know. That's why I always say self-awareness is very important. Like, I'm always watching my tone, how I look, how, like, facial expressions-wise, like, how I look in that way. Or, like, if I'm cutting someone off in a conversation, if I'm just, like, I just like to be self-aware just because I don't want to hurt the people around me. Not because... Like, I go around worrying about hurting other people's feelings. No, but, like, in the sense that I'm not a nice person and I want to kind of be aware that, you know, other people can be affected by the things I say and do and by my actions. So I tend to kind of be aware of that, you know? I'm not saying, like don't do something because you're afraid to hurt someone's feelings not like that but i'm saying like just watch your tone and stuff like that that could be really really important but i feel like if they're hinting at stuff like that and you're like what are they like talking about or like you're looking at them and you're like she really complaining about that thing the other day but pretending like it's about something else those are passive-aggressive people. They don't like confrontation like that. So, 
they'll try and cover it up, but still, sorry the hiccups, still try to, like, get it out there, but in a different way. Instead of doing it directly, they do it indirectly. Next one is they sulk, or they sigh, or they pout. Um, a passive-aggressive person will sometimes verbally and visually express their discontent in ways that clearly indicate that they're not happy. As with, like, sighing, they go, oh, or they go, ha, or they pout, or they sulk, but, or they roll their eyes, but they fail to actually address it in a meaningful way where you can actually solve it, which is so petty, because I feel like as you grow up, or just adulting in general, and we should teach this to, like, small children and kids when they grow up in their childhood, that you should talk about what's going on and figure out ways to kind of solve your solution, solve your problem. Um, Like, think about the whole Russian-Ukraine thing. Like, there's a whole freaking war just because one guy just kind of wants to invade someone else and he wants to kind of just grow his whole country bigger and he thinks that just because Ukraine kind of wants to be a part of something else and wants to be their own independent thing they can't do it because Russia doesn't want them to you know just because you want something you want to be greedy about it doesn't mean that you have to tear down the people around you just so you're able to do it you know what I mean I don't know just an example but um yeah they're just so indirect and that's so annoying because you're just like say it like what's your problem like say it to my face you know you know the people who are all talk but no action i feel like those are passive aggressive people next one is they kind of have like this weird attitude like a passive aggressive person may act um in place of um like they have a tactic and they can do no wrong like nothing they do is wrong like everything they do is perfect and they just find ways to blame you you know what i mean like whatever happens to them they could literally drop their coffee and you're around um you'd be like wow like you dropped my whole freaking coffee because like you want to talk and your voice was so loud that you scared me and i dropped my coffee like it's just something stupid like, the way that passive-aggressive people, like, have an attitude for no reason, you kind of just want to, like, smack the attitude out of them in a way. You know what I mean? Don't, like, touch and or hit anyone, but you know what I mean? You're just like, why do you got an attitude for it, you know? Like, some people walk around every single day with an attitude, and you're just like, what's your actual problem? You don't have one. Just because you hate everything in the world around you, why do you have to go and take that out of me like that's your problem then you should deal with it you know don't try to put your problems onto other people or don't try to it just because the world around you sucks right now and just because you're going through a whole bunch of things doesn't mean you gotta take it on on people if i'm dealing with stuff they're dealing with stuff everyone's dealing with their own stuff they don't need you to pile on to them you know especially because nowadays i feel like more people are prone prone to like depression and anxiety and just a whole bunch of other mental um health issues and people like this kind of tear people down and they especially go for people who they think they can manipulate into being hurt and stuff like that so that's why i feel like these people are like the worst human beings ever next one is they 
fail to follow through or use um um they fail to actually get things done so like a passive aggressive person may express their discontent by procrastinating and failing to show through uh failing to follow through with uh requested tasks as a form of silent resistance against something they kind of feel unhappy about like they'll give you the silent treatment or they just won't do what you tell them to do or they'll act like you're not even there Again, this is often paired with denial that the behavior is taking place. Like, they're just so in denial. Like, I'm not the one who is passive-aggressive. You are. I'm not the one who's doing wrong. You are. They complain about feeling wronged and underappreciated. And as a person who is passive-aggressive, they usually struggle. Not me being passive-aggressive, but, like, people who are. They struggle to address a particular situation directly, and they may express that they frequently feel wrong in any and every situation. They feel like they're underappreciated, and they're undervalued, and, you know, no one can do what they do, and, like, you should appreciate them more. Like, they do everything in the whole world. Like, they'll pick up a piece of trash off the side of the road, and they feel like they need to be praised for it up and down. Like, if you're one of those people, don't pick up the trash. You know what I mean? Don't do something because... You expect someone to kind of praise you or you expect someone to kind of reward you and congratulate you and blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? And don't be that person. No one likes people like that. Like, if you don't want to do something, don't do it. If you want to um, do something for the good of just yourself and, like, feel good about something, do it. Don't do it because you want an award. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? And then when you ask them, like, yo, what, what do I underappreciate? Like, what do you do for me? You know? When you push for, like, examples, and you're like, tell me, tell me examples. They will likely turn to other tactics. So, it's kind of like their way to... It's kind of their way not to get into direct confrontation about the particular incident whatever it is you know what i mean the next one is they score keep silently so a passive aggressive person may never address their issues but they will likely kind of tally and keep track of times that they have felt wrong by other people and the silent score keeping kind of justifies a subtle passive behavior that they enact you know what i mean and it's kind of annoying because like you can't be like, oh, point for me because you make me feel sad. Or point for me because you did this. Point. Like, talk about it. And I feel like, obviously, people like this are kind of just, they don't know how to express their feelings. Or, like, they rather choose to be angry than to actually feel what they feel and then deal with it. And people like that feel like are children who just don't want to grow up. You know what I mean? They can be fully adults like full in their adulthood they could be 50 40 30 whatever but they'll literally not go through their feelings because they would rather hate everything because it's easier than feeling the things that are happening to them you know or they just might not want to be self-aware and they might not want to kind of just be like hey maybe i'm the issue here maybe i'm the problem here 
maybe like they don't want to reflect on themselves and maybe think to themselves like hmm if everyone around me is calling me the problem maybe i should look in the mirror and think to myself what could i be doing better or maybe i should like write a list of all the things that upset me this week and like ask myself did this really upset me did this really happen the way i think it happened or did i switch the story to kind of tailor it to make it feel like i'm the one in the right when i'm the one in the wrong you know what i mean so just keep that in mind um they're really really sneaky and they're really good at manipulating you into thinking that they are your friend or they're the ones in the right or they're the ones that you should be with and you're the they're the ones you should be appreciating they're the ones that are super kind when in reality they're the ones that you feel more most uncomfortable with you feel most um down about yourself around you just like feel very uncomfortable and feel like you are kind of chained down and you feel like you really can't breathe like there's like a lump in your throat and you feel like the weight on the world is on your shoulders when hanging out with them or like when you're hanging out with them or you're about to you just don't want to like you're sad when hanging out with them or you're sad to be around them they make you feel uncomfortable they make you feel i said feel uncomfortable a million times i'm sorry make you feel like you just are nothing you know they make you feel like you're worthless and you don't know how to do anything right those are the passive aggressive people and those are people who are in denial about their emotions you know what i mean we'll get into more passive aggressiveness after this break okay we're back i hope you guys enjoyed the first half and i enjoyed your little mini break let's get into it if you guys skip through we were talking about passive aggressive people and basically the signs that you are dealing with a passive aggressive person the next sign is to give backhanded compliments. A passive-aggressive person may give backhanded compliments as a way to hurt you, the other person, um, under like kind of a disguise of maintaining this amical connection, you know, that you guys have. Um, they be like, oh my gosh, you look so pretty for someone who is overweight something like that you know they are just very very rude in that way and they'll act like they don't know that they're doing it but i promise you it's part of their tactic they really plan stuff like this next one is they act out aggression physically a passive aggressive person may slam doors move things around very loudly or use other physical means of getting their point across without words some of them may even just curse when it's not necessary you know i've also met passive aggressive people who kind of just are very rude in the sense that they'll wait until a person leaves talk behind their back and they'll just use like bad words cursing words just to kind of get their emotions across but they're not really saying anything they're just saying words that are bad words you know what i mean Next one is they use the silent treatment. 
a passive-aggressive person may even decide to punish another person in a way by shutting down all communications instead of addressing the issue directly. And it makes the other person feel like they did something wrong or like they're guilty in a way and they should be apologizing. It makes you feel like you're in the wrong when in reality you're not in the wrong. This person is just being passive-aggressive towards you. Next one is they insist the conflict is resolved without letting it go. So a passive-aggressive person will struggle to move through conflict maturely because it was never really addressed. They may claim that everything is fine while they're harboring resentment and frustration towards you or the situation or anyone in the situation. Next is they feel like they are doing everybody a favor. Okay, some passive-aggressive people see their behavior as a mature approach to conflict resolution. It's like, oh, I'm taking the high road. In their eyes, conflict is to be avoided at all costs, and they are taking one for the team by avoiding it, even though their like anger and all of that is pointed in a different way. I'm not talking about the people who let things go in the sense that they don't like confrontation in the sense that they're good people and they don't want to get into an argument with someone no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the people who act like, oh, I'm the bigger person and I'm going to say I'm the bigger person and I'm going to take the high road, high road, when in reality, I'm just going to keep on subtly bringing it back up every three seconds through some other example, you know? I'm not talking about the people who, like, walk away from a bully or um, don't get into, walk away from an argument that they know is pointless because it's like talking to a wall you know those people who like don't actually want to listen to what you have to say and then you just like walk away from them i'm not talking about the people who walk away like that i'm talking about the people who act like oh everything's fine and then later on it's not really fine and they just like want to bring it back and they just never want to get the situation solved because they want to have something you know what i mean they want to have something against you against someone they just want to have some type of drama some type of movement in their life you know what I mean? Next, I feel like is they resent those who want to have a direct conversation. I feel like passive-aggressive person kind of may resent those who want to have a direct conversation when they themselves are willing to kind of let things go, you know? Or they say they want to let things go, but they don't really. I feel like they may have learned growing up that conflict is scary and unpredictable, mature, and that emotions are meant to be swallowed. And that's not true. I feel like the best way to handle things is to talk through them. And it might be like mushy and gushy and whatever, but I feel like it's necessary, especially because things far worse can happen to a person if they resent those things and hold them in because that can really mess up with your mental health. That can mess with you as a person and that's not good we don't want that we want to be surrounded by positive energy positive vibes positive behaviors and if we are like literally holding on to negative energy that's all we're going to be attracting in our life you know but then again like i stated before if someone is acting this way towards you don't feel like you have to always approach that person and be like hey what's wrong or hey what's this if you know in your heart that you've tried to do that and it just doesn't work and it feels like you're talking to a wall, 
then that's your call to kind of stay away from that person and just worry about yourself, worry about you, you know? The next is they sabotage others. Passive-aggressive person may act out by sabotaging a loved one, by doing things like inviting um, a person who um, is tight with money or like has a certain budget for things to a very expensive meal or planning an event at a time that they know is difficult for another person. Like they plan a birthday party when their grandma just died and they're inviting them or they want to take the moment away from them by um by the time that person got engaged um and new year's they do something even crazier like um i don't know they just do something crazy like um pretend to faint so everyone can care about what they're doing instead of you know celebrating with the couple you know because they want attention i don't know something Next is the insist that others are simply misunderstanding them. Oh my gosh. Passive-aggressive person may deflect possible direct conflict by insisting that the other person is simply just misunderstanding their words and that it isn't their responsibility for how you feel. So they're like, oh, I'm not. They'll literally be like, oh, you're just misunderstanding the way I am. This is how I am, and this is what I do, and you're just getting, coming across as rude or whatever. You know how I was telling you guys about how Amy was saying to Bonnie how Ashley doesn't like her, and she doesn't know why, and Bonnie was like, oh, you should get to know Ashley. She's really kind, blah, blah, blah. Five minutes before that conversation in the closet, I was hanging out with Ashley and a few of the other girls who are working in the afternoon shift, and Ashley was telling the girls how Amy is so rude towards her. And the way she acts towards her is very harsh. And she makes her feel so small. And, like, she's dumb because every time she sees her, she makes it feel like she's nothing and she's worthless. And if you, you all guys obviously don't know who Ashley is, but I've met her and she's the most kindest person you'll ever meet she has such a big heart and she'll literally give you the shirt off her back you know she's so kind to everyone everyone likes her and i feel like this amy girl doesn't like it when other people are liked by other people because she wants to be the head person she wants to be the one everyone looks up to and i've noticed that she kind of is when she's around people like talk to her and gravitate towards her and she loves the energy but as soon as like someone else makes a joke or someone else does something she'll literally give them the death stare and like kind of avoid the conversation or try to bring it back towards her like it's weird you know i mean i work in the night and they're mostly guys there and then maybe one girl and or maybe two girls and the girls there are super chill and the guys there are super chill so it makes me realize that like there are mature people at work and they're just there to do their job like we barely we barely conversate like yeah we'll literally have dinner or like a late snack with each other and we'll sit down in the cafeteria and we'll hang out and we'll talk about our day and stuff like that but 
There's no fighting. There's no drama. There's nothing like that. So, like, but when she joins the shift, it's like drama, energies change, the vibe changed. Like, it's just different, you know? And she has, like, little minions who follow her every move. And that's not good. Like, speak for yourself. Be your own person. You know, do the things you want to do. Speak on what you think is right. Because when I talk to her minions, I'm just going to call them minions, the people who follow her, they're totally fine. And then when she's around, it's like, I don't know you. And that's how they are towards everyone, not just me. But they'll literally talk to the other person. And then when she comes in, they'll literally turn around and pretend that you are not there. And it's weird because I've been in that situation and I've also, I've experienced that situation and I've also noticed it just by observing. And yes, everyone talks about other people. And I don't know everyone's names yet. So that's why they talk in front of me. And like they just like diss everyone. But I've been like looking at people's name tags and I've been getting to know these people one on one just by myself. So I can make my own opinion about them. And the people they usually talk about are really kind-hearted people, which made me realize the people that they say are the problems aren't really. Even the boss was telling me, like, the boss, by the way, is the kindest person ever, but he's being promoted, so he won't be there for long. But the person who's taking over is kind, and she's, like, so sweet, but people don't think she's going to be doing a great job just because they take kindness for weakness, which is so dumb. I hope she doesn't change because I don't want the promotion to get to her head because she seems like a nice person. But even the boss was telling me, he was like, there are some really good people here and the team is really, really good. And he's like, I was like, oh, yeah. Um, He's like, you might have noticed like the drama and everything like that. But let me just tell you right now that even though they act like that, He's like, the people that, he's like, I've been warned about so many people before coming to this job. And then when I met these people and all the people they're talking about, I realized that none of those people are like that. None of those people have acted like that, you know? So it makes you think, like, the people who are spreading rumors about how this person is and how's that person are not the problem. It's the people who are spreading the rumors, not the people they're talking about. That's what I've noticed so far like no one has proven me wrong yet but um yeah but then again like i'm still new and i'm still meeting like literally i meet someone new every single day just because the department is so big okay another one is they distance themselves from the person without saying why so, a passive-aggressive person may decide to move away emotionally from a person without ever addressing the underlying reason that kind of led to them not being happy anymore, you know? They will literally just ghost you, and you'll be like, what the heck happened? You know, like, I was totally fine with you, what do you mean? Were you upset about something? Blah, blah, blah. Their silence may kind of shock you or it might hurt you especially if you were their friend or consider their friend or you thought of them as a friend um they attempt to directly repair the, the you at least will try to attempt to directly repair the relationship um that may be them deflecting you away or they'll deny 
or they won't even like acknowledge you exist anymore and they'll just be distancing you forever you know they'll also like talk to uninvolved parties about what's wrong i feel like a passive aggressive person may find comfort in addressing their concerns with the third party someone who isn't involved they vent to them as a mean of letting off steam like they like talk to someone who isn't involved because it's just easier that way let off some steam they vent without even having to address the actual issue and you know how they say don't listen to one side of the story listen to both sides of the story because there's three sides to the story your side her side and the truth and i feel like people usually take sides in arguments whether you know the person or not because you only listen to half of the story half of the story that the person tells you whoever approaches you first you're going to be on their side because they're going to say it in a way that makes them look good and that person look bad like even me when i'm talking to you guys i may be telling you all the stuff about amy and obviously it's the truth because i have no reason to lie but like maybe from amy's point of view it might be something different towards everyone else around us you know so you never know how a person kind of takes things and how a person reacts. I mean, they're kind of staring at me and saying, I don't hate anyone. I don't think so. Um, Let me think if I hate someone. And then staring right at me and saying, mm, I don't know. I don't hate anyone. Or her, like, I don't know. But I'm just saying they would rather take off steam. And that's what she'll do. She'll, or just like, I've noticed. They'll literally go talk about someone else. Talk to someone else about that other person. Instead of directly talking to that person. And then the other person, obviously the people you talk to kind of will spread rumors. Or they'll maybe be friends with that other person who's involved. And they'll go tell them. And that's how rumors spread. And once rumors spread, you never know. It's like playing that game telephone, you know, where you whisper in people's ear a word. And then that word changes and you keep going down the line. That's how rumors end up being. And then next thing you know, they're in a big, huge fight. And you might not believe me how crazy drama is. But literally the people have gotten into fist fights, cat fights it's crazy literally every single day someone has to back someone up people don't know how to mind their business at work the guy usually the boss um was so annoyed at the fact that people were like i do more work than you and i draw more patients than you and you do and blah 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 and you're not doing work and i'm doing more work blah 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 and everyone's always worried about why is she sitting down and i'm not sitting down blah 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 what usually happens or, like, what happened was that the guy who, um, the boss, what he did was he gave, he gave, I'm sorry, like, oops, he gave everyone, like, a specific letter which changes every week. And every week, someone, you guys get a, like, the workers get a new letter. He only did this for the morning shifts because that's one who has more drama. He gives everyone a letter, and connected to your letter is how many patients blood you drew that week and how many misses you had like not misses but how many um rejects you know where you have to redraw the blood because you didn't get enough or it's contaminated or something like that how many of those you got and looking down the line the people who were talking the most garbage and all that had the lowest numbers so it was a good thing because no one knew who you were in the thing but it was a way to kind of control the haters you know but the fact that someone has to do that in an adult environment kind of is just shows you you know
Next is they create an eggshell situation. Passive-aggressive person often makes others feel the need to walk on eggshells around them for fear of setting them off. And everyone would always say there are so many crazy people at work. There's so many crazy people just warn me about people because I was training with everyone. So I had to hear everyone's conversations, things they hated, things they liked, things, the way they do things and everyone's style. And it was obviously everyone was different. But um, everyone would always warn me about someone else. And like I said, every time I went with that person, they warned me about the person was fine. And I feel like the fear of walking on egg, like you feel like you're walking on chills on a person. It makes you feel uncomfortable. You shouldn't be around that person. Um, This fear may be like mixed with feeling helplessness to get out of the cycle of resentment towards the passive aggressive person who is kind of unwillingly not wanting to speak to you like they just don't want to talk to you directly i feel like cycles of passive aggression in families with couples or between friends can be difficult to break and the reason why i think that is because a passive aggressive person may see no issue with it they might not be aware of it at all or they may feel not equipped enough to address the situation or the issues that they continue to have you know and they may feel overwhelmed with the idea of direct conversation, but even just knowing what is happening, seeing the signs can decrease, like, that passive aggression. You know what I mean? And giving a person more space to have that difficult direct conversation. I'm just saying passive aggressive people are kind of not the best. And they might... They are going through stuff and you can't just take it too much to heart. And it may be subtle when someone is giving you this passive aggressive treatment. So you need to just be aware of some of the signs. If they're always making you feel so confused, they just constantly make you feel so confused. Their actions just don't match up with the words. It's because of this that people usually are left feeling very confused when they're kind of uh, attempting to confront someone on their issues. Like the words coming out of their actual mouth don't match how you feel in response. Like they're saying something nice, but you feel like they mean something else. And this is like... A really big indicator of someone being passive aggressive towards you like you're just getting these constantly mixed signals and messages from that person and they're just verbally they could literally if they are verbally like hostile towards you it could be another sign like anyone who has been a victim of passive aggression knows that it can be shown in a way that people talk to you the way they talk to you like how they are forming words like Subtle verbal hostility is a telltale sign of passive aggression. Like, for example, speaking to you in third person, so like saying something like, somebody hasn't completed this or somebody hasn't done this when you know that it was you who didn't complete the task is kind of messed up, you know? Or like your ideas are constantly being criticized, for example, um, 
that can give you like a red flag right there like is the amount of criticism the person is giving you on something could be a sign like although constructive criticism don't get me wrong can be generally a good thing but if the criticism comes from passive aggressive place to try and hurt you it can be really rude in general and the intention behind all of this is that this is for the individual to kind of make the other feel inferior and insecure about themselves and never make someone never never allow someone to make you feel insecure about yourself you know that makes them feel more dominant more superior and i feel like this kind of passive aggression is often a result of them being insecure of themselves or if you feel like you're being mocked and you know it much like being criticized um it's particularly one of like the easier signs to notice if you know that the person if you know that person very well and have knowledge of kind of their baseline conversation with other people as like a comparison like you can compare how they talk with you versus how they talk to other people passive aggressive behavior usually kind of manifests in the way their manners are you know next can be the person disrespects your wishes to exert their dominance so though we often call like small acts of disrespect petty it's a little more serious than being petty you know like they are petty but it's just like to a point where it's just weird because it's not really in the aggressor norms that doesn't mean it's not happening like good examples would be like your roommate's alarm clock going off early on saturday and rather than turning it off themselves you have to physically get up and do it for them something i don't mean like you know it's your best friend or your best friend's lazy to turn off the light like how my brother doesn't like not the light alarm like how my brother just doesn't wake up for his alarm because he's lazy not like that but they they just are rude like something else could be like turning lights on during the hours of the morning like in the morning early in the morning to study and refusing to go to the library and they just want to bother you this person might have a positive reputation outside of living with you, making it hard to get sympathy and support for issues, you know? They keep denying their obvious feelings. Perhaps one of the biggest signs is that someone being passively aggressive is them denying that they're even upset, like I said before. And it's very counterproductive, but it's their way of expressing their aggression. For example, like you might have wronged them somehow, and they obviously look very frustrated for whatever reason. They'll still say it's okay. And if you ask them if they are angry, they will push back and say they're not angry. Or the person is still not happy after you've come to a resolution. Like you've tried to solve the problem and it's just the person isn't happy. If you've gotten into an altercation with someone and that natural thing to do would be to make an attempt to resolve it when you're dealing with a passive aggressive person however they still have an issue if it doesn't go exactly how they want since passive aggressive people don't really express what they need you will often end up with a resolution that doesn't really satisfy them and it's not your fault it's them because they don't want to say anything on the outside they'll say that they're happy with it expect um accept then show some type of body language signs and facial expressions of frustration and resentment and as a as a result of that they become very definitive 
no, sorry, <laughs> play them so they'd, they'll become very defiant, and they seem definite, I'm tired, guys, I got work tomorrow, um, and I haven't slept yet, it's been two days, but they're very defiant, and parents and those in, like, positions that are higher up in superior positions like that can, uh, they can just attest to how quickly passive aggression turns into insubordination and getting in trouble and stuff like that. And in some cases, if the resentment is so strong, the aggressor may be unaware that they're even being defiant and causing all this trouble. Once a passive aggressive person is resentful towards you, and it happens often because they won't tell you what's bothering them, they will start secretly undermining you. And acts of insubordination may include um, not doing the thing you, you guys agreed on, or like not paying half the rent, or paying half the rent two weeks later than supposedly they're supposed to be doing. You know, they give you the silent man, backhanded compliments. Like we discussed this, sloppy execution, criticism. It's just all sucky stuff, and they try to pass off the hostility as humor sometimes. And it's, like, stuff that isn't really funny. Like, they'll literally tell you, like, like they'll make fun of you or, like, they'll do something really messed up. And then they'll look at you and be like, after you, like, you look upset and whatever, they'll be like, calm down. I was just joking. Can't you take a joke? Wow. I can't make jokes around you because you don't know how to take a joke. Or simply, like, they just won't talk to you. Although some people will deny how they feel, others will decide to, like, be like, I'm just not going to talk to them. I'm going to be silent. And it might be subtle, but mostly, I don't know, it won't be. So just keep these things in mind because you're going to meet passive-aggressive people. You're going to meet rude people. You're going to meet people who are trying to take away your life. You're going to try and meet people who want to only be negative towards you and towards others. You're going to meet people who just, like, hate the world around them. And there's just nothing you can do about it. You know, you can't really go around changing everyone. And it shouldn't be your job to change people. That's why I always tell you guys what's for you is meant for you. And it'll always hit you even if you move away from it. You know, what's meant for you will be for you. And the people that you surround yourself with are super important people so make sure you guys know that like the connections you make and the friends you make the people you surround yourself with are your choices and your choices only if someone is bringing you down don't be their friend if someone is hurting you in some sort of way emotionally physically mentally stay away from them like don't surround yourself with bad energy and i know it's hard and you might be like i've known this person forever or this person may have been perfect when you first met them and then they just changed all of a sudden out of nowhere and you can't fix them or they're not, not, not telling you what's wrong with them that's not your job to fix you know you try to have a conversation with them and if that conversation just just there is no resolution there's no solution for it then just you know in your heart that you did every single thing that you could possibly do to fix it and they're just not cooperating and they don't want to cooperate that means they don't want this relationship friendship whatever it is to continue and that's okay like people outgrow each other every single day and i know it's sad and you might be heartbroken for a while you might be sad i feel like heartbreak is worse when it's a friendship than compared to an actual relationship like a love relationship 
because you told that person everything things you you know you've communicated that with that person more than you have in your relationships you communicated communicated to that person about your relationships they've helped you through many things you know fall in love falling out of love they help you through your breakups they help you through everything and that person just switched on you it could be so hard or like meeting a person for the first time and you don't understand why this person's acting that way towards you doesn't make it your problem to fix you know what i mean you just got to do what you need to do and just continue on and be yourself because the right people who are attracted to you attracted to your energy whether it be relationship wise or friendship wise will find you at the end and those are the people you're just gonna know that those people you feel comfortable with take your time with them getting to know them and they're just gonna feel right compared to people who make you feel uncomfortable you know you're supposed to want to hang out with your friends and just have fun with them not come back home and be sad or like not want to go to see your friends not because you're lazy or whatever because we all have that feeling but i'm talking about not wanting to see your friends because they just make you feel bad when you're with them you know we don't want that kind of friendship ever um did i tell you guys i was literally attacked by a patient I was drawing their blood, and I was putting the needle in, and then they moved, needle fell out, and the needle poked me, so I literally spent all of Thursday night, Friday morning in the ER, and now I have the biggest bruise on my arm from the shot that they gave me, I literally wish I could have stuck myself, like I wish I drew my own blood, because I wouldn't have bruised myself, but yeah, I was bruised because of the IV, and my arm hurts, so now I have a purple bruise for my scar and yeah i still don't know if i'm like diseased with anything because that lady was in isolation and she was really sick so i really hope everything is good inshallah and i'm not sick but we'll see um i don't get back results until monday so we'll see what happens with that um google said i was dying so so we'll see um also you know everyone i don't know if it's just me but you like randomly stretch like your arm or your leg or whatever and then you just feel sore and you're just like what did i do especially because you don't move or anything i don't know what i did my arm hurts maybe because it was rolling away the car but like it's not even that heavy and it has wheels so i don't know but yeah um i was literally training all week this week and then thursday came thursday night friday morning and like around like 3 a.m they were like okay we're gonna tell you to go by yourself and then i went by myself and i poked those two people and i did it and it was nice then we had pizza and we all talked for a little bit and then when i went back by myself turns out i got stuck in the finger ended up in the ER with my supervisor so my confidence is kind of low because of that because like i feel like now that i can't do it even though i've been thinking to myself they tell me all the time they've been telling me throughout the whole time like people get stuck with needles all the time like it happens it's normal it's okay and i'm thinking to myself like it's okay you know we got stuck it degraded my confidence a little and tore me down a little bit but it's fine i'm gonna go into work tomorrow and i'm just gonna embrace the fact that it happened because you know like I said, rumors for I like crazy, and I kind of just didn't want anyone to know because like people have been um counting down for my downfall, so that's kind of nice. I also haven't gotten my first check, and it's been three weeks, so I'm kind of annoyed. 
um, about that, but, yeah, we'll see, I'm only working, um, um, so I kind of work part-time hours, just because I never got a full-time position, because it wasn't open, and I basically work two days, and then three days every other week, but obviously I'm going to be picking up hours, because they're like, you can pick up hours, and since I need to practice, I probably will, and I'll just tell my supervisor tomorrow, but, I don't know. Uh, midnight shift is calmer, but because it's so calm and there isn't a lot of patience, because we don't have to do like routines and stuff, we literally just have to do like the ones that are set or like timed. It's very very slow, and you know when things are slow, you get sleepy. That's how I am. Um. Also, there might be a love interest involved. Dun dun dun. But I'll update on that the more I get information <laughs> because I'm living it. So we'll see, you know. But I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I might do another one. I'm, you know, I'm not gonna say like I said. I'm not gonna say anymore. I'm just gonna do. So thanks for listening.